This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result... You'll always be winning with muck delivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is the ultimate on-demand destination for the UK's best fan-led football podcasts. Including Leicester Till I Die, independent analysis and reaction for the Foxes faithful. The TalkSport Fan Network. Unbeatable club-dedicated content created by the fans for the fans. Follow the podcast on the TalkSport Fan Network. You are watching and listening to Chris and Lester Till I Die TV on YouTube and your favorite podcasts. Are you ready? I'm saying, are you ready? myself in one second or probably if I said that that's probably the better view of me uh you know it's been one of those days today 
Um, here we go. Yes, there we go. Um, busy just on my phone. You caught me out. How are we? Welcome along. It is Monday evening. It is seven o'clock. It's well, I say the three wise men. I think it's got probably the 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 one wise lady and uh, and the other two guys that turn up. Uh, but uh, it is the debate show. Uh, good evening, good day, good morning, good afternoon, good night, goodbye, hello, wherever you are. Uh, it's a pleasure today. We've got Kate back, and uh, I had to go out. I had to go and buy a new top. Did you see the new retro top there? I had to argue with uh, Lester about that. I had a huge argument with them, but hey, got it sorted. Uh, even if they did send it to an old address. Oh, no, me moaning, me moaning. Um, this is LTID TV from Leicester Till I Die. How the devil are you still excited? Are you still excited? Let me ask that question because I am. I have watched that goal. I mean, Vestergaard to Ian Acho. So me and Brad are happy. Uh, out to KDH. Looks up, there's Winks. I didn't know Winks could move that quickly, busting a gut to keep up with KDH. Plays it across unselfishly in. I mean, wow, wow. And I'll tell you something, if you want to know my feelings on it, do check this out tomorrow. Um, where are we? Here we go. Uh, on the BBC webpage for Leicester City, so bbc.com forward slash LCFC or Leicester City, whatever, Go to the page, and they have now a thing uh, on a Tuesday. It used to be the Tuesday Talking Point. Uh, it's now called um, the the Fans Voice. Um, I, I write that. I write that. And uh, I, I, I just <laughs> give it give it a check out. And tomorrow, it's a question of is it is was it just three points at the weekend? Is a win a win, or or can it mean something more special? Check out what my thoughts are uh, on that uh, tomorrow. You from about from about lunchtime onwards. Uh, if you've got any questions, get them in the chat. Uh, we have got a set three or four questions to start with. We will be coming back to that though as we go through um, through at the end of the show, and we'll come back to your questions. Um, Brad's in. Uh, he says, "Good evening, good evening, Bradley. How are you?" Scott is in. Hi, Scott. How the devil are you doing? Um, I'm going to start that one there, Scott, and come back to that at the end. Uh, Spencer agreed with me. Still buzzing about Saturday, certainly. Um, Scott there, I'm just, I'm just starting these, Scott. Um, <laughs> evening, I can see the Father Christmas beard is coming on nicely. Ho, ho, ho. It is indeed. Tell you what, I don't mind being Father Christmas. The only problem with being Father Christmas is you only come once a year. But then again... You can empty your sack and you can fill people's stockings. Hello, Matt Elliott here. Hi, Alan Smith here. Hey guys, Ian Hume here. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Be sure to watch Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV for all the latest Leicester City news and information. You can also subscribe on YouTube and various social media channels for the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Come on, you foxes! Well, let's oh look, beauty in the middle. Um, two people have had no problem uh, filling their stockings, I'm sure. Kate, welcome back to Vietnam. <laughs> nice Hello, to see you. Thank you. Good to be we back. Did we did a prisoner exchange and got you back. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, good to be back. Uh, it's about 30 degrees cooler than what I left, but uh, yeah, all is good. Good, good, good. Well, like I say, not, not, it's not for everybody, Clacton, is it? <laughs> <laughs> very lucky with the weather 
Well, that's amazing. I did expect you to see you on, uh, you know, SAS Celebrity Special, but uh, you weren't there. No, I declined it this year. Maybe next year. Uh, I think I'd sooner do the jungle. I need to. Well, let's not go there. Eh? <laughs> anyway, uh, Dave, how the devil are you, sir? All right, mate. Thanks. Yeah, it's good to have a bit of talent back on the show, isn't it? Well, <laughs> you can never say that about you and me, can we? Can they? No, good point. You know. Like I say, we're like the two old guys off the Muppets. I thought um, we had a power cut last week. Everybody switched off. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was just you and me. And I did say before we came live that as anybody, I asked loads of people, can you come on? Can you come on? Oh, yeah. Is Dave on yet? No, I'm busy. I'm washing my hair. And that was a bold yeah. guy. <laughs> anyway, look, let's get into it. I uh, don't want to go too much on about the actual game on Saturday because we I say we do do a review show now on Sunday. Um, Brad goes through all the tactics and everything. So um, we, we did that yesterday. Uh, sorry, Sunday, I should say. Uh, but, wow, it, it, is, it is a good feeling to win like that, isn't it, Kate? You were there. I mean, it must have been an amazing feeling. Yeah, it was an amazing feeling. Like I said on the show on Saturday, I was in the home end, so it took everything in me to not get up and celebrate. Um, but it was absolutely brilliant. And it was nice to see... I wasn't going bananas because I couldn't when Winks scored, but it was great to see it on the side all unfold and the absolute mayhem and carnage that was piling out of the away end was absolutely brilliant. Um, what a way to finish the game. It seems to be a bit of a history repeating itself at the Hawthorns. But, yeah, yeah. It, we did edge it. We did deserve it. But, yeah, it, I'm, I've watched it a million times like you as well. I can't stop watching it and I still think he's going to miss. I know how you feel. Yeah, I, I, thought, I, I thought that. Burnham Burnley, I was forever going in the home end. To when Leicester came to, to play, uh, it was always a case of like, yep, <laughs> just yeah. down again. Like, uh. Um, uh, Dave, I mean, I mean, I was exactly the same as as uh, as Andrew there. I thought from from when I was watching on the telly that he'd actually put it wide. Yes, yeah, so did I. It, it, I mean, it was tight, wasn't it? But mm. hey, so what? Yes, you know. But yeah, I, I, my heart went to my mouth when I first saw him. I thought, no. No, yes, but incredible stuff. I mean, it, it kind of saved the game, didn't it? Really, because the first half was appalling. I know you've probably talked about this, but the first half was appalling. I thought again, um, and nervy, um, mistake ridden. Um, but uh, I mean, it's easy to criticize, isn't it? We got three points at West Brom who were flying, you know. Well, that, that's the thing, isn't it? I uh, mean. It was, You've got to be careful, haven't you? It is. It's a team that's top of the league versus a team that's top of the form table. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, it was always going to be cagey. You know, we never we weren't giving anything away. Two of the tightest defences, so we were never going to have, you know, 30 shots each in there. I mean, at nil-nil, uh, just starting the second half, I actually wrote down, I'll probably take a point now. And then obviously it all went, and and then we went one nil up, and I'm like, ah, yeah, fantastic. Then they equalise. I'm saying, well, I did say we'd take a point. It was up yeah, and down. yeah, yeah. I was the same actually. That the equaliser definitely galvanised them, and um, I think we're going to come on to talk about Mads in a bit. But Mads to me was the catalyst for a lot of pressure on us. Um, mm. In about five minutes, he made a few really poor hospital passes that just invited pressure that wasn't there at all in the first half and it really 
um, shot our confidence a bit. And I think we're still 48 hours out of the Sheffield Wednesday game, which I don't think it felt like a loss, didn't it? I think the players probably would have felt that as well, that it was a bit nervy. Passing was a bit loose. I think everybody looked a bit edgy in the first half. Um, so I'm hoping that's just going to be a massive confidence boost because we needed one chance to win it and we took it. Dave, I mean... I, I, I say this a lot, and I said this yesterday. Would the real Leicester City please stand up? I'm going to come on to Mads, as you can see. But that performance against Southampton was probably the worst that I've seen this season. Uh, the I actually gave the, the whole... The Sheffield Wednesday, you mean? I mean, Sheffield Wednesday, sorry. Yeah, yeah you're uh, right. It was. It was awful. And yet, the, 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 the game then, four days later, against a, a, a West Brom side... I gave them nine for the performance because not just on the performance, but the whole sort of build up to the game. They've just come off that, you know, that that Sheffield Wednesday game. There's the pressure on them, um, you know, and I just thought it was almost like a well, come and catch us if you can. Yeah, I, see, I thought the first half was not good either on Saturday. Um, I just. I don't know, it's the same old, wasn't it? We're mm. trying to play this. And I do hate the way they roll the ball with a hit, with the base of their foot and all this. And that's almost showboating in a bad way. Um, you know, and then doing the back turn, first view is going back again. I don't know, I think that uh, the two defenders, central defenders, look overconfident. Mm. Um, oh, my crackling. I think it's possibly. Are you, are you, are you close to are you, uh, catching your microphone or anything? No, I've got these on. Uh, oh, yeah, of course you have. Um, just sounds like an, uh, um, sounds an, like empty, a an empty beer glass, to be like honest. like a mouse being clicked or something. It's this new, it's this new technology, you see. It's a new laptop, you know. <laughs> okay, let's, let's have a look at, at Mads then. And I, I gave Mads a really poor performance rating. I gave him a four. I gave him a four on um, on Saturday, uh, Kate. I thought he could have cost us the game. Um, I'm all for, uh, you know, we, we've got to accept that, you know, we are now play out from the back. That's how 75% of the teams play in the top two divisions, if not more. Uh, and we used to criticise Casper. For not being able to keep the ball in field when he kicked it up, you know, long. But you've got to therefore criticise Matt for the fact that he—I don't know—he just seems to sort of go mad. No, no pun intended at times, and he—he'll kick it straight to a, a, a an opposition player, or he'll pass it to a player that's got two opposition players behind him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like I said, I think after the first half, although it wasn't a great first half, there wasn't a lot of pressure going on. Mm. Um, and the second half, we just invited that pressure and it all came from Mads. And I get distributing from the back, but you've got to make the right decision with that. You've got to do better. There was a point where he had the two wide guys, I think it's normally Fass and uh, Vestergaard, run wide to give him the option. And Winks is always there. And he just went for Winks, even though there was three defenders on him. It was almost suicidal. Um, and he did that for probably four or five minutes, just creating constant um, constant problems for us. And it was just starting to get a bit difficult to deal with. Like Ricky P was having to come back and just hoof it. If you, you just need to make 
the right decisions at the right times. And there was, I don't think he made any right calls necessarily on Saturday. I think he got it all wrong. And it's yeah. not the time for showboating and being cocky. We are not in that kind of position at all. And it really changed the tempo of the game and the feeling of the game. And we conceded not long after. Yeah, and, and I think, Dave, the, as Kate said, that it's just who fit. You know, the, you know you've got play. And I, I see it these days. Yeah. Oh, this is worse, Dave. You're getting an echo now. Um, oh, he's gone, on, he's gone on to mute. Um, yeah, it, I just think that, you know, like Kate says, just who fit. If you're going to play it out from the back, play it a safe shot. Because we're going to lose the ball, let's lose it in their half. Let's not lose it just outside our penalty area. And sometimes you see, like, and not just Leicester, but you see other teams as well. A defender will go and take a goal kick, and then kick it straight to the goalkeeper. What's the point? <laughs> Sorry, uh, couldn't help it. Um, well, I'm told that every team in the world's trying to play that way. Um, I think it's the foreign coaches that are doing it. I don't necessarily agree with it all the time. I mean, it's good when it works, isn't it? But we've mm. conceded a few goals, and we haven't conceded many this year. But I bet 50% of them have been from errors like that. But do you not think... Oh, hang on. I'm going to have to mute you when, I'm, when you're not speaking. Sorry, mate. Uh, do you not think that, you know, it's just common sense? You know, if I'm a goalkeeper and Brad, you know, and you're a goal, an ex-goalkeeper as well, Dave. I don't think you are, Kate, but those, those two are. And, you know, if you... But me, if I was a goalkeeper, you know, I, I, I actually used to coach my, my son's team. I was one of the set of coaches of my son's team. And I would never tell them to do that. And, you know, if in doubt, boot it out, used to be my phrase. And, yeah, pass it, though, you know, because you're going to pass it and it means we keep hold of the ball good. But make sure that person that you're passing it to has got chance to turn around and move with it or pass it on don't pretend it to somebody that's being marked well what they're doing is they're and i don't think it is me but what they're doing is um they're not providing for the second ball so where they used to lay it out and then there'd be an automatic flick round um they're not it's not happening because teams are shutting that second ball down mm. so even if we get the first ball and then, you know, Mads is thinking, oh, hang on, this is a bit more tricky. Um, and I think he's started to worry about it. But we're not, we're just not playing the way we did with that second ball. And that's the problem. Because everybody knows what we do. You know, that's what we do. Is that me so, again? Yeah, see, it's not me. Anyway, Kate, tell me it's about your holiday. <laughs> <laughs> No, the weather back. down here is frightening. Oh, that's, that's a song coming. Yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> if, if only I could have remembered the next line, it would have been. <laughs> uh, Something so delightful. That's it, that's it. But, Kate, the other thing as well is that you've got uh, a Watford striker whose game plan for Watford when they were playing us was knowing that... Um, Mads comes off his line. He just doesn't come off his line. He's almost like, we're not losing Mads. What are you moving so far upfield for? And if, you know, if you, if a striker gets lucky and hits it over the top, he's, it, like I just said, he's playing with fire, surely. 
Yeah, he is playing with fire. I think I don't really have a problem with with playing out from the back. But like I said, it's just making the right decisions at the right time. If the, if the ball's not on, don't play it. Um, it's making the right decision for the team um, and just knowing when to hoof it, knowing when to boot it out wide. And those passes seldom work that are straight back to the middle. They Because like Dave says, there's no second ball on often because the defenders are there. And all that made West Brom do was push higher. Their press was so much higher in the second half. It actually made them go all gung-ho, which led to our winner. But it just invites that pressure. And you can't play out from the back very well if the team's going to be having a high press because there's just mm. no space and it, you know we'll get caught out and we won't yeah. be as lucky as we have been because it will run out really i thought he'd gone missing at one stage he was right back yeah didn't he? he went right i mean okay probably the right position but if we'd have lost it then that was it you know game over against Sheffield um, wednesday he passed it across goal when he yeah. wasn't in the goal yeah that's and just I was what like, I was going to say, you read my script. You read my script. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's true. What the hell? Again, you say as a defender, don't you? Don't kick it, you know, across the goal. Yeah. And yet Mads was doing that. And I'm like, he, he, does he need to come that far? You, you'll say you're an ex-goalkeeper, Dave. Does, as a goalkeeper, even if you're playing as a sweeper-keeper, do you need to come as far out as he does? No. No, you don't. I mean, I I wouldn't have been allowed to. The defenders wouldn't have let me. Um, even though I was a talented midfielder, apparently. Well, you, <laughs> you, you were a good goalkeeper. You were, you were known as the cat, weren't you? Yeah. Anyway, it's, it's not about me. Um, but as you mentioned, as you mentioned it. <laughs> but I, I just, I just, can't, I look at it and I'm thinking, what the hell are you doing? Because a good yeah. long shot. And the guy did it for Watford. Not sure who it was against at the weekend, but he did. Was it all all City? I think wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it, 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 if, any, if he'd have got one of those, it, well, you, uh, it doesn't bear thinking about. Sure, tell him not to come so far out. Yeah. It's going to happen, isn't it? Mm. And the same yeah. with Ipswich. Ipswich scored an absolute worldie at the weekend. Was it Burns yeah. uh, scored from probably thirty yards out? And absolute screamer. But yeah, you can't keep doing it. You just there's. There's being part of the game plan and playing out from the back, and then there's just playing, there's just playing, playing with fire, and mm. we're not in a position to do so. The confidence isn't that good. His, his maybe, but it's bordering into cockiness. I think. Um, I don't really know what he's trying to prove. He's just going to end up looking, you know, silly, really, and looking well, like my, my cousin. My cousin John phoned me just for the game to see if I felt the same way he did, which to a degree I did. But he said we're just not good enough to do that consistently you know we're not not yet we might be but we're certainly not yet because they suddenly look around and there's nobody there and they panic and mm. instead of then hoofing it they still try and play the ball out because that's what they've been told to do and as i think harry wicks said on saturday um they've been or even on the podcasting you know they've been told don't worry if you make a mistake you know we people make mistakes but that's all right up to a point. If those mistakes start costing you regular goals and points, then it is, you know, it isn't all right to make mistakes. But when mistakes happen. It's just Mads makes poor decisions. That's what I have. A, that's what the problem is. He makes poor decisions. He has time to make them. In the fifteen-minute spell at the weekend, he kept making the wrong one. That's not a mistake. That's actually being so well, stubborn. Actually, yeah. But, you know, that's. 
consciously putting your team under pressure, which is just, it's not on really. <laughs> Especially when we've got Vestergaard trying to run back. It's just not, it's not going to happen. Be careful. I'm being super careful. Hey, you made the goal at the weekend. Head, head of the season from Yannick. And he's in the uh, in, he's up for fans player of the year. So just just back oh, off. Yeah. Back let's, off let's, be bit, let's be a bit sensible about it. Come on. <laughs> How many games we've played? I voted for Marty, but because he'd gone, yeah, apparently he doesn't count. No, I just think, but like you say, the fact that he's nearly in the centre circle, which he is at times, you know, that to me isn't a mistake. No. Why, as a goalkeeper, why do you need to be that? Come to the edge of your box. I get it. Well, if you, you won down it. in the last minute, yeah. But oh, yeah, obviously. I mean, their goalkeeper no. came up, didn't yeah. they? How did that go? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, but there we go. But that, that's Mads. I think somebody needs to have a word with him. And may, maybe tie him with a bit of elastic to the, <laughs> the goals that he can only go so far. Yeah, like a dog. Then think, goes think, so far out and then he pulls you back in again. The encouraging <laughs> thing is, Chris, that again, it's been said that they do know, because every pundit knows what other teams are trying to do. Mm. Um, but Leicester know as well. And it was nice to hear it from them. I think I posted something like that. Because you assume they know that other teams are starting to know. But, you know, until actually one of the club members says it, then you think, do they know? Because mm. when you're in it, sometimes you don't see it from the outside. And it's always yeah. difficult. But I think it was encouraging to say, yeah, we know teams are sussing us out and we have to change our style of play to suit. Yeah, And, and yeah. we play differently against every game. And we, we, we do do one game at a time. So that, that's good. Well, we, we, we'll see how it, it, it goes moving forward. But uh, moving on to um, my next point, uh, Maresca Channels is in a Mourinho. Now, we've had a couple of managers, let's be honest with you. Um, I, I apparently, um, uh, I read somewhere, allegedly, that Brendan Rogers' uh, sex face is just the same as his normal face. Um, which may, may or may not be true. I did say, I did say allegedly, just in case his lawyers are watching. Uh, yeah, exactly. Can you, can you imagine? Well his done, wife Mrs. likes to steal. Yes. Well done, <laughs> Mrs. Rogers. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> you started again next week. My um, name's Brad, by the way. Sorry? My name's Brad. Brad. <laughs> but um and we had Prell before that all right he got a yellow card and, and i got annoyed with um ricky p for getting a, a simple yellow card because he's now banned for a game and that was just one game you know if he'd managed to go through that whole game all the yellow cards everybody's written off and they start again um but Oh, it was just fantastic. I'll start with you on this one, Dave. It was just fantastic to see him. I know he ran onto the pitch and it, you know, he, he got a yellow card for that and he's kind of laughed it off, but great. It's fan it was fantastic to see. He ran on the pitch and ran straight back off again. You mm. know, so what? They scored a goal in that circumstances. For God's sake, he could have took his shirt off. I mean, you know, book it's it's ridiculous. Really, so you would get booked for celebrating a goal. Never agreed with that. All this, you can't take your shirt off. You know, what? Why not? You know, I, you, think, I, I, think I don't, I get, I get I don't the think shirt. you're smart. 
I get the shirt because a Okay, I mean, that is sort of you've got the sponsor on there and the camera's zooming in on you, so the sponsor's losing out. And B, we were getting a point where every player and his his dog had a shirt on underneath the shirt with some sort of message on, whether it was why me or, or whatever. Yes, don't get me wrong, yeah. there was the good ones for like our chairman one, but generally speaking, there was loads there. But I mean, was he right to well, first of all, was it nice to see for you? Um, what, but was he right to just sort of laugh it off and say, well, it was worth getting? Absolutely. Like, I'm with Dave. I don't. I, I was surprised to hear that he got booked because why weren't all the other players that ran on the pitch booked? There must have been eight or nine of them that were on the pitch. Um, and, God, you try and contain yourself. It was hard enough for me in the home end, and I'm not even the manager and don't have the, the ties that Enzo does at the moment to the team. He's fully vested in it. And mm. jumping into Hamza's arms was just an absolute highlight for me. <laughs> I bet Hamza wonder what the hell was going on. He's there carrying Enzo. Um, but yeah, you, it's just in, instinctive, isn't it? You don't think to do it or not to do it. Before you know it, you're up, you're off. It's the dying seconds of the game. And that's exactly what football is all about. The fact that you get penalised for that is yeah. absolutely rubbish. And it just sums up referees, really. Like, what's that about, yeah. mate? What's that about? Yeah. Pep's on there all the time. Clocks ran the whole length of the field. You know, it's... It, mm. Well, there's so many, so many inconsistencies. I mean, you look at that. You look at all the players on the pitch then. Then I think I saw a terrible picture of the Man City game where, you know, they were all in the referee's face. And I thought if the second or third one went up, he got booked or sent off. You know, well, I think Harlan's going to be in, in, in trouble with the FA, isn't he? I don't think he, he is, mate. He's got away with it, apparently. Yeah. yeah, what he said and tweeted, isn't he? Well... But then again, it's Manchester City, so... WTF, he tweeted, didn't he? But the point is, the referee should have sent the third man off Mm. and at least booked them all and then, if they carried it on, sent them off. You know, what's the difference? That's more offensive than than just going, what, five yards on the pitch, if that? No Uh, one had any problem, home or away, fan that day, with what Enzo did. Um, They'd have done exactly the same... Um, and it, it is, it's football, and I, I love to see it. I absolutely love to see it. You often saw with Brendan's reaction, you didn't know whether we'd lost, drawn, or equalized, um, <laughs> or won. Um, so it's nice to see it's nice to see someone have that much passion. It means something. You've worked all week at that, and you were, you know, we could have lost it, you know. So it's just, I mean, what did reaction. you not mark the change, though, Kate? Because when uh, we got the first one, he was really calm and sat there and was okay and then all of a sudden you know when that last one went in he knew it was all over and we got the three points and that was the mark difference because i was thinking why is he so calm you know he just scored at west brom which is a you know terrific really but i think Um, it's funny you should mention that dave because i was saying about is it just another three points is it just another win and do check out the bbc dot com forward slash OCFC page tomorrow. <laughs> oh, is that the uh, BBC Sport one, the fans' voice? That's that. That's the one. Yeah. That's the one. Um, no, I mean, it isn't just another win. It yeah, isn't just another three points. You know, you tell that to the woman who was sat next to me when we beat Man United, and I ended up in a lap when the fourth goal went in. You know, wow. you 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 know, you tell that. Any to all the fans. Yeah. Any excuse? Oh yes, yes, bless her. <laughs> um, and 
you know, or, or to all the fans that were, you know, when, when the ninth goal went in, um, then, uh, you know, yeah. against that was, that, a, that was a massive three points. Like that. that was you look, I mean, you look when Watford did it against us mm. in the playoffs. I mean, yeah. what who was who's the manager then? I can't, I've forgotten now, but whoever was manager, he was running everywhere and stripping off in the middle of the field. Greenio, he, he ran the length of the pitch and did a knee slide. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? um, so, uh, yeah, to me, you, you can't, like I say, it's great to see. He, this guy has no links to Leicester whatsoever. You know, to him, it's just another job. And don't get me wrong, I got happy in my job when I've done well. If I hit my sales target or, you know, did it for a few months running, I got excited. But that, it's football. It's a sport, isn't it? And for him as a manager... What does it, you know, it says to us fans, doesn't it, Dave? Well, I think that, yeah, I think all the doubters really should understand. From, this is why it was such a massive win. That goal, I know it's still top, but that goal could have changed our season. Um, mm. Because now everybody knows what it means to all the players. All the players, not just him. I mean, yeah. they were, yeah. you know, if you watched on the telly again, you see... Their, their faces and the way they went with the crowd and you know even Wilf was getting all excited at the end and loving it you know <laughs> I mean you've not seen that sort of passion for a couple of years at least no, um, no. And Harry, came really out his, Harry came out and said that he's never loved his football more this is yeah. the best period of yeah. his football yes. of his career which is just unreal and you can see it him and KDH look like they've got a really good Bond yeah. and friendship off the field as well, which helps massively because it helps with sort of some telepathy on the pitch. You know what each other wants. And it's just really nice to see Harry Winks go absolutely bananas. I mean, he's a Spurs boy and he was going absolutely nuts when he scored that goal. It meant everything. It meant everything to them because it, it, it could be a massive turning point for us. It could. and the, But the sad part of life is I'm already starting to get nervous. <laughs> <laughs> what if it goes wrong? Yeah, that's Leicester for you, though. The I hope know, that kills you, but it drives you on. Yeah. But the thing is, and Harry said, Ian, you know, the way he celebrated when that goal went in, he said he knows now what it means to strikers. Mm. Yeah. And that's I mean, he, he didn't, <laughs> he didn't score, he scored quite a good goal, his last one for the club, didn't he? But I mean, that one, I mean, different in so many different ways. But do you think. And I asked, I asked this of Brad on um, on Sunday in the review. When we won the Premier League, we had the so-called Band of Brothers. I don't think this is far off that now. Well, yeah, but and, and how long they had? Four months? Hmm. <laughs> Imagine another four months, another six months, next season. Yeah, They will yeah. want to play next season for us in the Premier League if they're good enough. And so players will want to come and join us. Players will want to come and join us as well. Yeah. Fatou has only come out, hasn't he, and said that um, he wants to stay with us. Right. So we do. Yeah. But, I mean, that that goal reminded me of Leonardo's, was it against Watford in the last seconds? Yeah. Um, When, you know, there's like a Victor scale movement and all that sort of thing. I mean, it it was that good. I mean, imagine that happening at the King Power. God. Mm. Indeed. Against, Indeed, against Birmingham. Brad says here more plugs than a DIY shop. <laughs> 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 um, uh, 
Ben says it's refreshing to finally see some passion from our manager after two years of uh, stale from Brendan. Indeed, uh, Nate, and it's good to see the team playing and celebrating with and for each other. Been missing for a couple of years. Um, Brad says Kate wants to see the players take their shirts off. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I think she's not going to argue with that. Right? I don't think. Especially uh, the European champions, wasn't it, for the women? Yeah. yeah. But you know what? That moment was spoiled because she had a bra tag dangling out behind <laughs> her. If she could have took that in, it ruined the moment totally. I thought you were going to say it was ruined because she had a bra on. <laughs> well, it didn't help. I think, we're all, I think we were all shocked by the fact that she did it, in fairness, because I don't think we were expect, you know, ever expect it. Um, well, I think bra tags are a general nightmare anyway. Well, I, I vouch for your knowledge. Yeah, and they and they, even these shirt tags they stick out. And how can women dress like they can't see it? You know, they have got tags coming out everywhere. And I don't know. I, I don't know why they do it. I really don't. You know, put a tag on something, it. pop it somewhere you can hide it. <laughs> that, that's got to be clipped. That bit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can hide it. He's already been clipped last week. It's been clipped again. Is I, this I just, I, I, it just makes the clothes look ugly. Dave, does that chat up line work, work very often for you? Put it somewhere you can hide it. Always. Would you like me to tidy up? <laughs> anyway, moving on very quickly. <laughs> Put it somewhere you can hide it. <laughs> I've got it right. I, just, I am going to sidetrack now. Uh, does anybody watch QI? No. Oh, okay. Well, Sandy Thompson. Too clever for me. <laughs> well, he's a bit upper brow, I must admit. You know, but, uh, and she said her son had gone away to, to university and he rang his mom and said, Mom, I've got a red shirt. Um, uh, am I, you know, is it okay to put it in the wash? And she said to him, Well, what does it say on it? And he went off for about three minutes, came back and he went, Man United. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> talking of labels, it just made me think of that. Anyway, anyway, and I think yes, I thought that. I think that's who he meant, Ujoa versus Norwich. But I didn't like to stop Dave Midflow. Oh, was it Norwich? Was it? I yes. thought it was Watford. No, it was well. Oh, sorry, mate. Gold, yellow. You can understand. You know. Yeah, you know, I bow right. down to uh, to Bradley. Oh, 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 Brad, you're not going to take that sitting down, are you? Toss that one, bucko. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, Harry. Are you ready? Here we go. Okay, next topic. Um, uh, the FA Cup. I'd forgotten it was being drawn. I did a huge show for the uh, Euros draw, and I didn't do one for the FA Cup draw. Round three, um, we have got uh, Millwall away. Wow. Lovely. Um, and I put there a welcome diversion or distraction. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. As a fan, and I'll come to you first, Kate, but what I think is as a fan, I want to win every game. Of course I do. That goes without saying. Uh, was I upset when we went out to Liverpool in the Caribou Cup? No. Will I be upset if we go out to Millwall in the FA Cup? Totally not. Because to me, that's not a priority. You know, unless we're not going to get on the TV, so we're not going to get any extra money for that game. Um, in fact, uh, it was interesting to see Jeff Stelling on um, 
and hear him on talk sport today um having worked for sky he was going mad about the fact that i think it's arsenal have got liverpool is it and that's going to be the tv game he said if you want to watch arsenal play liverpool watch the bloody premier league Absolutely. <laughs> so, but it, do you see it as a welcome diversion or do you see it as a distraction I see it as neither. I see it as a welcome, another another practice match to have a go and do something and try things out. And we're nowhere near the finished article. So if we can have a game that is against a decent opponent, a league peer, um, and try, even try someone like Tom Cannon, like we need to see him, don't we? I think it's just another game where we can try and perfect our craft a bit without mm. having the pressure of needing three points. So I'm with you. If we get knocked out, we get knocked out. But I do, I see it more as a game, as a trial game again, like try something different. It doesn't matter if it goes wrong. That's kind of how I think of it. And I like the FA Cup. I think it's, you know, we've won it now. Um, mm. And I always enjoy the FA Cup, especially the early rounds. So for me, I think it's, yeah, I suppose it's a welcome, it's a welcome diversion in the sense that it, the pressure will be off and we can perhaps try a few different things. Whether we will or not is probably not going to happen, but it doesn't matter if it goes wrong. You saved yourself there because I want to say to John, John's agreed with me, distraction, it's all about promotion 100%. I mean, you know, I, I gave you a choice of A or B and you went for C. I mean, is that is that a woman's thing or what? I mean, come on. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> all of the above. Yeah, we never had this problem last week, did we, Dave? We had choices <laughs> and we went for the ones that were on the table before us. What I bring to the party. Always expect the unexpected. Well, that is true. That is true. Well, I didn't expect anything else. <laughs> <laughs> Always expect the Spanish Inquisition, one of the two. No, no. Indeed. Um, I, I don't like going Can I just say, so before before you start, Dave, this one then okay. is just for, just for Kate, this one. No! Expects a Spanish Inquisition. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Dave. Do do carry on. I got bad memories of Millwall away in the FA Cup. Mm. Um, never a pleasant journey. It's probably freezing cold. Um, nobody really fancies it. Um, I think this time it might be different. I think we might. Um, well, it's an interesting pose that Chris when you froze then. <laughs> you're back um i don't know i i'd like to win the fa cup again and, and I'd, to be able to go to wembley because you know 50 odd years i've been waiting and we couldn't bloody go um so you know i just think it'd be nice to get back to wembley again it would unlikely but why not why not you know but let's be honest with you uh it isn't going to happen this season you know, we we, we you say know, that. You know, we played we well, we played a Premier League team twice. It happened to be both times. It happened to be Liverpool, and they've beaten us twice. We are still progressing. Um, and I just think if we if we put some players out there that get injured, and I know what you're saying, Kate. Let's try different people, what have you. But let's say we put Tom Tom. I'll try that with my teeth in. If we put Tom Cannon out, he gets a broken leg. And then we've got indeed he gone off and Daka gone off to the um to the uh, Afghan. We've only got Vardy. I mean, it's going to you know it could actually end up costing us promotion. That could happen in the league, though, couldn't it? That could happen in a league game. 
Yes, but the league aim is what we're going. We want promotion, don't we? That's got to be the number one aim. Yeah, cheers, I agree. But huh? I said cheers, Scott. Yeah, I still, I still think it's, I think it's good to have a game. If you can get injured in in training, you know, football is a contact sport. You could get injured any time. I don't know. Well, yeah, I just think it'd be nice to get to win the FA Cup again, get to Wembley, and you know, you say we won't do it. Liverpool have beaten most teams at home. You know the way they're playing. I mean, they're brilliant at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Um, but what if we well, get them in the next round? I mean, well, then then we do. You know, um, but it would be nice to go on a run because it boosts the fans, it boosts the players. They all want to play at Wembley, and I, I think it's great. And, and don't give me all this about too many games, for God's sake. I mean, they they ain't going to be playing sixty games a season, are they? I didn't. I mean, the round like the weekend, isn't it? So it's not like it's. Um, squeezed in. I, it's actually I'm, not said, I'm not even said we've had too many games to no, play. No, you haven't. In no. the in the oh, championship, I should, said, I should have said Enzo. You are, we're going to come on to that in a second, indeed. Yeah. You, but yes, I mean, if we were in last two seasons when we've been in Europe, we've probably played as many games and midweek yeah. and weekend. It's yeah. no different to that what we're doing now. Um, I just think as a priority. You know, if if we get if we get knocked out, if Millwall, obviously I don't want to get knocked out by Ensley or something like that, Reading. Uh, but you know, if we get knocked out, I, I I won't shed a tear. I've got to be honest with you because I want to go back to the Premier League. And, yeah, we uh, all do, mate. But I'd yeah. be upset. Well, I don't know about you, Dave. Sometimes I think you'd be quite happy if we went down to uh, League One again. <laughs> Actually, it was good fun, wasn't it? It was, it was, it was nice. Well, as I put, even dropping down the thing about dropping down a league is you learn how to win again, and that is a big difference. But, but a that's, point, sorry, go on. No, is it a point you made there, Dave? And it's a very good one. I, I don't think it's normal. Uh, and he wasn't talking about you, Dave. But I don't <laughs> think it's normal. Moresco on fixture schedule. I mean, come on, change the record. This is football in this country. December is always a busy month. Mm -hmm. In the Championship, it is because you've got 24 teams. The reason you've got 24 teams is because your predecessor and other clubs didn't want as many teams in the Premier League. Get over it. It's for the fans. It's Christmas. We play on the 23rd. We play on the 26th. We play on the third, whenever, 30th or the 1st, whatever it is. It's Christmas. I mean, you know, I know you. I know that, the, you know, people high up in football, you know, like to forget the fans when it suits them. But yeah. um, it, it stop moaning about it. Well, football, you know, it's different, I know. But it's not that long ago. They played Boxing Day after Christmas Day game. The reverse fixture before they had airplanes to fly up there in or high-speed trains or whatever. I mean, they just go on the bus. Mm. And I just find it a bit, I don't know, namby-pamby that... They all want protection. They've got squads bigger than anybody ever. But that The years we should have won things in the 70s, we only had really 12 players. Mm. You know, I mean, that was that was all you had. And when anybody got injured, two or three injuries, we were playing kids. Um, sometimes it worked. but So I don't think they've got anything to moan about. You know, they're, they're fitter than they are. The balls are lighter. Uh, <laughs> the stuff <here>. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> well, that, that does help them run quicker, I guess, doesn't it? <laughs> it is Christmas. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, you know, they, they've got everything going for them. They've got better, lighter boots. They, you know, it's... I don't start me on the lighter boots. Why are you on this, Dave? Don't, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna take your part because I agree 100% with you. How many bloody injuries are caused by players getting their foot stamped on because they want lighter boots that offer no protection? When yeah. you and I were growing up, it was big plastic leather things, wasn't it? You know, and the football boots. You know, those, those were the days. And Kate, Dave made an excellent point there. You know, I mean, I'm sorry. You play 90 minutes on a Saturday. All right, you've been running around. So what? Uh, you then have to play 90 minutes on a Wednesday. Oh, whoopee-doo. I mean, it's not like you've, you're not in, you know, you don't go on on a Monday training from nine to half five. No, absolutely. You don't do 10 hours down a pit or something like that. Yeah, the only thing you can say that he perhaps has a point about is the preparation for each game is a lot more reduced. So in terms of tactics, like assessing the opposition, etc., etc. But they have a whole team for that behind the scenes. Mm. But if you look at the, the facilities we've got, you've got underground heating these days. You've got yeah. you basically get a spa full on rub down after every game. Then you go to sleep in those ice things on your legs. Then you go in the cryo chamber. Then you have a full nutrition and a chef living with you. Like the you are absolutely a pedigree racehorse when you're a Premier League or Championship footballer. You are spoilt um, and the recovery and treatment of your body could not be any better. It's down to a science now, isn't it? It's not, it's not yes. sort of, let's go and have a couple of beers after and we'll play again in a couple of days. They are dedicated sort of science experiments now, athletes, and everything's measured and yeah, I don't, I don't, that doesn't really wash with me. I get the, I get that the recovery time is reduced and I get that perhaps we've got seven or eight games in a month. The preparation for each game and practicing tactics and stuff is reduced. But in terms of physicality, they can do that. They just, just don't train for the month because you're going well, to get seven anyway. Don't train. Yeah, apparently you can't if you're Manchester United because they were apparently retired against Newcastle. I think they played midweek in the, Europa Champions, whatever, whichever one they're in. Um, I'm tired of hearing about them. Bloody hell. Oh. And oh, apparently, um, they there was only two or three players at the end went over to uh, applaud their own fans. Uh, <laughs> Malcolm, not Malcolm McLaren. He was a musician, wasn't he? Steve, <laughs> Steve McLaren, his sister manager. Although, having said that, it's double Dutch. He does speak a bit like that. Doesn't right. he? Um, for those of you that remember Malcolm McLaren's double Dutch single, you can hear it if you tune into uh, Surrey Hills Community Radio 7 till 10 every weekday morning for the Golden Breakfast Show. Um, is that the fans' voice as well? Or is that... No, 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 that's different. Now, the fans' voice is on the BBC website. The The Golden Breakfast Show is on surreyhillsradio.co.uk. As you well right. know, please, stop being facetious. Um, <laughs> but apparently he had to come on and, and send them back out almost to applaud the, to applaud the fans. But... There's no, I mean, there's no need to be tired, is there? I mean, they're young, they're fit. Like you say, it's they're your pampered. job. It's your job. We're sort of mm. what they're a quarter of the way through the season, the Premier League. It, it, do, it doesn't wash. It doesn't no. wash. What is tiring is having. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Away days are great, but when you can't play away, there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. 
maximize your home ground advantage with Muck Delivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. A manager that's clearly underperforming. Um, you know, fans aren't particularly... They're quite fickle with Man United fans. Like, look at the grief Harry Maguire got, and he's sort of a mm. he's turned the corner on that now. Like, that's the sort of tiredness you get, but it shouldn't affect your physicality on the pitch. No, no, not at all. Right, um, we're going to go over to a couple of. What was um, that comment from Scott? I missed it. What did it say? Oh, hang on a second. Let me bring it back up for you. Uh, I'll tell you what things are being said tonight between Kate and Dave. Uh, hashtag <laughs> pedigree race, of course. Um, anyway, we are going to have a very, very 30 second minute break uh, while I play a jingle, and then we're going to go to um, well, basically, it's just Scott that's got some questions in, so we will be going to his questions, um, straight. As soon as I found the right one to play, after this. The TalkSport Fan Network is the ultimate on-demand destination for the UK's best fan-led football podcasts. Including Leicester Till I Die. Independent analysis and reaction for the Foxes faithful. The TalkSport Fan Network. Unbeatable club-dedicated content created by the fans for the fans. Follow the podcast on the TalkSport Fan Network. Come back, Dave. The Premier League? That's so last season. It's all about the championship here on LTID The Premier League? That's so last season. It's all about the championship here on LTID TV. Now, now that's what I call football. You hit the right spot. <laughs> Should we wait for Dave? <laughs> Or shall we just carry on without him? <laughs> Can't even hear you. You're on mute, Dave. I'm on mute. Sorry, I just put my tea order in, stop me coughing. <laughs> got a bit you of a tickle in. I've got so many clips here just on this one show from Dave. I could do a, it'll be all right on the night show on its own. Um, right, let's just see. Um, uh, Scott, you didn't offend anybody, mate. Don't worry about it. Don't you worry about it. Um, <laughs> Dave's thick-skinned. Um, I don't half go loud in the advert. Shakes me bleeding boot box off. <laughs> <laughs> What's your name for it? Is it Highfields? <laughs> right, okay. So uh, let's start with one of Scott's questions here. Come to you first, Kate. Thoughts on the Mavadidi and Winks discussion on the pitch uh, at the West Brom game? On the pitch? Well... I didn't see that. <laughs> I didn't see it. What happened? Um, I think they basically um, one passed to the other who wasn't there. Oh, and yes, yes. Bad words. I don't know who the pitch was that got on. I mean, <laughs> God's sake, she, should, she should have been taken straight off. Well, Actually, in, the, in play, wasn't it? They played it yeah. behind him, didn't he? Yeah. Um... We yeah, said at the time, actually, that he, uh, I thought after that, Mavadidi went really off the boil. I thought he sulked. Yeah, he did. Um, he seemed to not want to go further up the pitch when a run was on. Um, I didn't really... Winks' path wasn't brilliant, but it was, he could. I thought he could have run back and got it. Mm. Um, and he just threw an absolute paddy. And, and players do that. That's fair enough. But he, I felt like afterwards it did affect him. He sulked quite a lot. And he was a bit petulant. 
Um, so something that's perhaps got to be managed there. I'm not really sure, but I did feel like he was the worst performer on the pitch apart from that. Worst outfield player for me. I, there was something not quite not quite right there on Saturday. But, Dave, do you think that it's sort of um, it, it's healthy for them to have a discussion, though, isn't it? And they're not going to agree with everything, you know, you never do in the workplace, do you? No, you're right. But it can sometimes turn into something a bit more than that. You have to be a bit careful because everybody needs managing differently. Um, mm. And I think Mavadidi is a sulker. Uh, <clears throat> he's, um, he's a winger, isn't he? They're all the same. Mm. <laughs> they are. I mean, you look at some of them we've had. You know, even Harvey Barnes, when it wasn't going his way, used to mope. Um, Morris certainly did in his early days. Um, mm. So, yeah, I'm not surprised, really. He's just a young lad who needs a bit of sorting out. And I'm sure that, you know, people like Vardy and that will sort him out. Um but, but he, he needs to learn a bit more as well about it's not just about him. Um, and that, I think, is a bit of an issue. Do you think, though, Dave, that he's come in, he's done well, and has it gone to his head a little bit? And, you yeah. know, if somebody like Winks, with his experience, says something to you or has a go, you know that, it, you know, they probably afterwards they were sort of, you know, discussing it and, and laughing. Yeah. He's, he's got to learn to take it, hasn't he? He's got off the boil, hasn't he? So he's mm. probably not happy about that. Mm. I'm surprised he gets to start, really. I, I'd have thought maybe, you know, it's time to say, just take a blow and uh, see what happens. <laughs> Sorry, uh, cricket terms. Chris, it wasn't intended as being a... <laughs> anything else. <laughs> 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 I'm, not, I'm not at my best. Was it? I'm not a poorly cough. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> oh dear me! I tell you what, that would get VAR involved, wouldn't it? <laughs> well, as long as Enzo doesn't pull him off at half time. Hey, David, David, David. Yeah, they've got. I mean, yeah, we don't want you don't want it to come to fisticuffs, Alan Newcastle, no, no, do no. you, Kate? But, it's the passion. Yeah. It's the yeah. passion, and I love it. I'd love to Wink, see that. Winks, I think, was right to say something as a more senior yeah. player. Well, he's. I mean, he was having to go at one or two guys that weren't pulling their way, and that particularly in the first half, I think it was, wasn't it? Mm. Uh, in fact, um, you know, I don't know who he was having to go. He was having to go at a couple of blokes. Um, where, when a bad ball came out from the back, and I think it was because there was nobody there to pick it up, but it was a bad ball. Um, you know, they, I think... Um, and, we rolled the ball to an attacker and he was blaming other people for not being there. Well, surely the keeper should see that first. You know, he sees there's nobody there, so don't play the ball. It's what we said earlier, get rid of it if you have to. Kate, do you think that Wink should be captain? Um, yeah, I think, you know, he said he's going to switch it around a bit, didn't he? Ricky P's had it quite a few times. So, yeah, I think Wink's is definitely a captain in the making. 
Um, he he does behave that way on the pitch anyway. Same with KDH, really. They're both just they're just both just got that leadership quality about them. Mm. Um, so I'm, I'm sure his time will come. Enzo does want to switch it about a bit, um, but maybe for now, Harry just wants to focus on himself a bit. He is absolutely the the pivot within our team, isn't he? And everything goes on around him. So um, Enzo perhaps just doesn't want to distract from that for the minute. But the captaincy kind of falls within that person's remit anyway, naturally, when you're in that position. So it, it wouldn't surprise me if he'd he become a captain and I'd, I'd be well behind him. But I think KDH might be ahead of him a bit. Mm. Scott says, do we have a reliable replacement with Mavadidi? Well, we've got McAteer, Fatawu and Mavadidi as the three that seem to be getting there the most um, game time. We've also got Eunice, who's a winger. Uh, we've got Marchal, who's a winger. So yes, I think we've got we've got plenty of options there to be with. In fact, compared to the last couple of seasons when we had Barnes, Barnes, and Barnes, which sounds like a solicitor's firm, and occasionally um, Perez. Well, <laughs> even when he was on the pitch, he didn't really turn up, did he? <laughs> yeah. you know? Dave, I'm just thinking. You know, when you went before, when you were, was that where you went when you said no? No, I'm not going to go there. No, was, that doesn't bear thinking about. Cup of tea is more important. Do you think we may see Pratt or Brightner maybe Cannon getting game time from now till January, uh, Dave? I think Dennis Pratt, yeah. I assume he's not injured again. Um, and Tom Cannon, I'd, like, I'd love to see him play. Just because. I mean, maybe the FA... No, it's not. It's too late, the FA Cup, for that, isn't it? Um, yeah, I think so. Who have we got next? Plymouth. Plymouth, that's right. Yeah, why not? Why not? They okay. can see goals for fun. Yeah, I think so. I think Pratt's really established, isn't he? You can always put him anywhere and he, he does a decent job. He's quite a steady Eddie. And then Cannon, we were saying on Saturday, like, don't know anything about Cannon. Is he big? Is he small? Is he fast? Like, I don't know anything. About, I don't know what he's going to bring. Stop to it. Stop it. <laughs> Christopher, <laughs> is he a big oh, yeah, cannon or a small cannon? What can he bring? Can he? I don't know. I've, I've got no idea what he's gonna. <laughs> he's loved that, and he has loved that. <laughs> I, I think maybe, <laughs> yeah. And we were asking about the wingers, all Brighton, you know, yeah. He's still, oh, right. still there, still there. Yeah, I'm not sure what, what I don't know what Cannon brings. It's hard to. Uh, no. I'd love to know because he must bring something different compared to Dak and Nacho and Vardy. Um, and we've got. You're <laughs> right there, Chris. Have you composed yourself? <laughs> you two, are, you two are trying to kill me off. Um, <laughs> but yeah, well, they, they've got to be given. Well, certainly Cannon has got to be given some time before Afcon because we're losing Dak and we're losing Ian Nacho. He can't just throw him on. And I know he's been injured a long time and, you know, you don't want to throw him on. But give him 10 minutes here, for, 10 minutes there, for God's sake. Um, or Brighton, I, I, I think he'll be gone at the end of the season, bless him. Um, I think he's falling down the pecking order now. He's on his last season anyway, isn't he, I think. Um, so I think he'll be gone at the end of the season. And I've got to be honest, I love Pratt a bit. Um, and... But I think I think we've got to get rid of him. I think he's just a, a sick note, you know. Every time he, he comes back, and I always thought it was Brendan and, and his team, but I don't know. He's just always always injured. If somebody comes in and makes a decent offer for him. 
I've say let him go. Let him go. Let him go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think we can use him while we've still got him, though, if we need to. But you know is he better than anybody we've got at the moment? Yeah, I, I think, think he's he just is. more of a defensive element, isn't he, with Albright? And he's better defensively than, than a few of the wingers. Yeah. Who? I, I mean, what, if, you, if you were to put Fat on then, Kate, who would you take? Who would you replace? Who would you take off to put Fat on? Um. Depends who's playing. Depends who's playing, but I suppose. He's, well, all right. We know the start. We know that the starting eleven with a pretty much. Could potentially going. step into Wilf's new position when Wilf goes to Afcon. Mm. That's kind of he could he can play in that kind of position, can't he? More of an attacking midfielder. Um, but yeah, he's mainly just a cover, or you know, to come on for twenty minutes while we've got a run of fixtures. I guess. Dave, I mean. Would you put him uh, to replace uh, Wilf over Cassidy? Because Cassidy is the one that's been <clears> getting the, 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 the vote, hasn't he? He has. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Probably not. Um, I'm surprised McAteer finished the game Saturday. I don't think he's not quite got back to it since his injury, has he? I don't think, unless you saw a bit more Kate while you were there, but. No, I, 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 I didn't get the chance know. though. I felt like you know we didn't play to his strength, which is to pass it forward and then hit him to then run. Mm. Like you passed it to him and it almost came straight back to the middle. Like he, he wasn't given the opportunity to do many runs. We don't ping it over the top. I was watching Ipswich a bit at the pick at the weekend and they use their wingers like yeah. quite some of the far reaching passes for them to run onto. And we're not really using the wingers like that at the minute. No. Dennis Pratt's pretty good down that right side. Certainly last year when he when he did play, he, he looked quite effective there. Um, makes a few mistakes, so maybe that's a bit of a negative. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's certainly got to be worth using. He's, he is an international, for goodness sake. Albeit not now. Really, and this leads me on to the next question um, from John uh, about anybody coming in. Is Cassidy the answer, etc.? I just think that is he taking up the space of somebody that we can get in who is, who is, you know, a lot fitter if you like, who's not likely to to sort of get injured when he plays three minutes. What Dennis Pratt, you mean? Yeah. Well, will anybody buy him on the same basis? I think Torino or one of the Italian sides was interested in. Him. Yeah, Torino. Well, they didn't come yeah, in, yeah. did they? Didn't come in. Um, Scott says, Is he a big cannon or a small cannon? Brilliant, although Kate's sight, uh, slight better saying he is fast. Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Um, yeah, is that your problem, Dave? You don't just you think, just speak, only joking, love your comments. Uh, Patrick plays Cassidy, um, Kate. Um, I would favour Pratt. I would favour Pratt. I'm not seeing anything in Cassidy that's given me much um, to write home about. Really, I think he was. I think he's been poor. He had. I think it was a good game against Watford because the game was quite open and he could run. He could do a bit yeah. of box to box. But other than that, he's just not been able to to get into the rhythm of things at all. He looks a bit lost. Um, he's only a young lad, isn't he? He, he is only time, a young lad, and but he won't have a time. Lot of young lads that. 
that we've had and we still have that just seem to settle quicker. Yeah. Um, it is still early days, but but we don't really have the capacity to carry somebody. Do, 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 the thing is, though, Kate, and the big question, I think, I suppose, about Pratt is, is he big or small? This is the question <laughs> that needs to be answered. Anyway, we'll come back and talk about January Austin, January signings <laughs> in a second. <laughs> Yeah. So, do you think we're looking to bring? Who would you? Well, what do you think, Kate? Do you think we're looking to bring anybody in in January? I think we've got to, haven't we? Yeah, I think we've got to. Um, I agree. I think another eight would would definitely be worth going in the market. Would, would, for. We, be able to, would we be able to fit all of those in the squad, though? Mm, I don't know about that. I mean, you only allow so many, aren't you? To bring another yeah. eight players in is going to be. I thought you Sorry. said a number eight. I know, I know. Don't spoil it. I was waiting to see whether she picked up on that. <laughs> As you can see by the vacant look on my face, I'm like, what is going on? I guess. <laughs> I don't even know who's available or who we want. We, we spoke, really well, especially after a Liverpool play um, of some Preston, but Liverpool have said, like, uh, they want to keep him because apparently he's, he played 90 minutes and he plays a lot of the Europa games. So they want to keep hold of him. Manchester City are talking about bringing somebody in and if they do, they'll load him straight out to us. I don't know whether that comes off or not. Um, yeah, I think we do need another eight though, don't we? And another striker possibly, uh, uh, Dave. Right. You know me and strikers, always. Yeah, yeah we've we got... Well, we've got more, more goalkeepers still than strikers, although we're probably caught up on that one now. Although, are um, you sure that we've got five goalkeepers? Because, I mean, Mads might be doubling up as a striker. Yeah, true. Uh, I, I I don't know. I'm a bit concerned if we get too many loanies in because we're not going to buy them. Um, no. Uh, not from Man City anyway. Uh, and there's a lot of players out of contract from the Premier League in the summer. Maybe... We start trawling around them because they're not all old. No, I think I read somewhere, Kate, that we're only allowed five loanees in the match day squad. Uh, if I think yeah, if we went be. out and we we made the Fatou deal permanent and possibly the Eunice deal permanent, obviously that that would help. But there's no point in bringing a load in if we can't utilise them, is there? Yeah, absolutely. If you can't offload any, we know that, that the wage bill is probably a bit high anyway. So if you can't offload any, it does seem a bit pointless in being able to bring anybody in. And January is such a funny window. Like it's such a it's such a funny time to buy players. Um, mm. But with Afcon looming, 
we're going to need to make a plan for that, aren't they? Um, well, we're only losing four players, and one of those is Dakar. So technically, we're only losing three. No disrespect to Dakar, but you know he's just not. He's not been in yeah. the squad even for two two games. So you know we're, we're losing three players. So we're not actually being hurt that badly. Unfortunately, it's Kelechi and Nacho and Indeedy and Fatuu. So that's three main players. Yeah. If we didn't sign anybody in January, look, I mean, you know, Ian Acho goes. Um, we've still got Vardy and and hopefully Cannon. Um, indeed, he goes. Technically, we've still got Pratt if we keep him. Uh, we've got Cashadi. Um, if we don't sign anybody, I don't think it's the end of the world, Dave. Is it for me anyway? No, no, not right. Well, no, I don't think he'll sign many um if any i think the summer will be the big one and i think that's when we'll go for it mm. um you know we we we've got a settled squad everybody gets on apparently um and you know you've still got players who haven't even had a sniff of the squad so, yeah like Albert, yeah yeah, yeah. um Ooh, that was a major that... echo then kate Hello. 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 You Hello. You didn't bring a gecko back from Vietnam, did you? <laughs> <laughs> See what I did there? Yeah. Um, but yeah, we've got Alvis, we've got um, Ray Book. So you know, there's, there's those up you know, to come in. And we, depending how well these teams do, we may only lose them for a month. I mean, was it defend Ben Nelson? Is he? Well, yeah, he's he's he's, def he's a defender. Yes, yeah, um, yeah. Well, yeah, and I think as well, those the players that you buy in. Look, if Leicester City go knocking on somebody's door and saying, "Can we buy that player?" They're going to think, "Oh, they're going to be you know Premier League next season." You know, that's what they wanted. Let's add another five million onto the prize. It's a bad window, isn't it, Kate? Yeah, it is. It's, it is a bad window. It's a panic. It's almost like a panic buy window. So the, the prices just get shot up anyway. Because mm. normally something that people buy in when they need injury cover or it's a bit of a des more desperate situation to buy in January usually. Because um, no one's really out of contract um, and the league's well and truly up and running. So it's normally a bit of a desperate window for, for injury cover and things like that. And I just don't think we're in that position. So hopefully we won't have any more injuries touch board and I can't I can't see us adding a lot I can't see it especially with the restrictions around loan players etc I just can't see us adding a lot um but we need to utilize what we've got in the squad already including um Alves and Braybrook as well and I was just thinking about George Hurst because he scored again at the yeah. week yeah but we, we had a, we had long enough did we not Dave to look at him and we well, he didn't get a look in, did he? He didn't get a look in. No, but we could have had a look at him. We were getting reports back. Uh, apparently, yes, he's doing all right at Ipswich. But before that, his two loan periods weren't exactly, you know, you know, got, got gold standard. They were they were pretty average. Um, yeah. I don't know, you know. We, 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 I'm sure we've got players in that lower leagues, that you know, in our, in our youth teams that are scoring goals at the moment. Yeah, I mean... They looked at him, didn't like him. He's got to go. But, yeah. but you know, we, we're talking about getting strikers in. Well, there's a striker who's scoring goals in the Championship. And kind of did last year. Whether it'd be good enough for the Premier is another matter. But 
we're yeah. not worried about that yet, are we? We're just worried about going up. Exactly. exactly. Say that we're scoring. What have we got the second highest goal scoring in the championship? It must be close. Something like that. Although we to Ipswich. Although we haven't got anybody that's up there individually, but we no, are goals no. around, around the team. I just have. I was just never impressed with with Hurst, and because a player leaves you and goes to another club and does well there, does not mean if you'd kept him that you would have done well for us. No. Yeah, but that's well, the gamble. Fair though, Chris, he had two years of, you know, or not so good years with us, did he? With the team, mm. and yeah, we weren't exactly on fire, were we? No, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. But look, we're going to move on. Let's have a bit of a laugh. Um, and uh, we're going to bring... <laughs> we, we started it last week, and it's going to be a regular thing. Uh, Monday's mindless matter. I was I was up till God knows what time last night trying to get three words that began... The two extra words that began with an M to rhyme with Monday that I could, <laughs> uh, that I could use. I finally got there. Um and don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that Dave is mindless, but there we go. It just happens. Have you never heard of Roger's Theosaurus? Theosaurus. <laughs> yeah, it's like a dinosaur, but they yeah. uh, didn't know the extinct. Really literate dinosaur dinosaur. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, I did. I did. I did start with teas. But look, Monday's mindless matter. Now I know Kate said earlier about um whether Tom Cannon was big or small. And that leads us very nicely on to Dave's sausages. <laughs> because apparently, Dave, you, you had something about one of your sausages you wanted to bring up. I can't remember. He did say that, did he, he said he, he said he wants to bring something up. I don't know whether it was sausage-related. Oh. Yeah, no, he only said it was about sausages. No, no, no. We, I've... Until I send you a packet, I'm not going to mention them again. So, but what I did want to say that the and I, I something I thought you you were going to do originally on the show the top ten chocolate bars, mm. and how gutted I am that there's one or two missing out of that. And who decides all this? Has anybody asked you guys what they are? What's your favourite chocolate bar? No, normally, has anybody asked anybody what their favourite chocolate bar is? Don't think well, so. Probably asked around the staff room. Who decides? Is it because they're sold more than anybody else? But that depends on the price. I often wonder whether you guys agree with me or not, whether these are market employees. You know, when they come out and go like, we are stopping now selling this, that suddenly everybody go, oh, no, you can't, no, we need to go out and buy it. And suddenly sales go through the roof and they keep it. Yeah, well, the Walkers did that, didn't they? Was it tomato ketchup flavoured or something like that? Oh, do you remember tomato ketchup flavoured snaps? You're too young, Kate. Yeah, I do, oh, I do. You do? Oh, I used to love them. And you know what? I found, well, Jeff, my mate, found some a few years ago. Did all my corner shop sells them? Brought them in. I was so disappointed. Oh, no. <laughs> they just were not the same. Do you know what he also brought in as well? Tizer. Who remembers Tizer? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was my like stable drink, that was. I grew up on Tizer. Yeah, that's why you got diabetes. <laughs> Probably, yeah. And that, again, I had a can and I thought, I'm really going to enjoy this. Sat there on my lunch there. And I, oh, God, is that it? It just wasn't what I remembered. Oh, was it not? No, oh, no. Right. It was very, very disappointing. I'm going to have to ask you both now. Yes or no? sugar frosties, though. 
Oh, Frosties. <laughs> I love my favourite Frosties. With the cream of the milk. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've got to ask, just sticking with drinks, and saying dandelion and burdock, yes or no? Yes, no. absolutely, yes. Are you a no, Dave? I'm a no. Good man. Can I just say, I am 62 years old. I have never drunk dandelion and burdock. So how can you be a no? Because I just don't like the sound of it. Same as me. I've never had any. (laughs) Dandelions. What? You can't have a vote if you've not tried it. They're on grass. Dogs piss on them. And they're putting them into drinks. What the hell is burdock? It's licorice, isn't it? It's, it's, place, Daniel, it's so nice, I'm telling you. It's so nice. My mum used to buy it a lot when we were kids. Bit I thought it actually. smelled like dodgy Coke when I sniffed it. No, it's it. like um, it's like licorice. Oh, oh is it? That's even worse. Don't like licorice. But no, I'm not a big fan of licorice, but it's no. not super, super licorice. I'm just having a look. Licorice just give me diarrhea. It does go through me. Oh, licorice, licorice, licorice. Yes. Anyway, while Kate's researching it for us, um, the best-selling chocolate bar is dairy milk, of course. Yes. Galaxy is next. But I won't tell you the others, it gets boring. They're missing things like Smarties, Milky Bars, Crunchies. I mean, how can you not have Crunchy in the top ten? Oh, absolutely. And what about Whisper? Uh, Whisper whisper Gold. Well, they call it Wisps. That's number eight. Okay, whisper no whisper whisper gold because it's whisper got caramel, nice, caramel in it. And arrows, I, I just remembered arrow. Oh, arrow, got, arrow, arrow, mint arrow. Yeah, do you remember trio? Trio, trio. Yes, <laughs> fudge. That that's in it, I think. Is it? Finger no. of fudge. What you could do with the finger? Well, of fudge, I, that's not in it either. <laughs> Is Bounty? Is Bounty Bars in there? I'm not going to mention that. <laughs> yes, seven. they are, aren't they? <laughs> Number seven. I don't like Bounties. Bounties can bob off. Yeah. Oh, I don't mind a bit of Bounty. You know, they're they always the ones that are left bars. in the tin, though. <laughs> you remember, I tell you what I did like, fries. I bought some of that the other day. Fries. Um, oh, you know, the they, peppermint. Yes. Oh, my Jesus. That's my top three. Whisper, oh, that, and, t- and Crunchy. Oh, with toffee yeah. crisp for close fourth. Nothing. Toffee. To do with oh, fries. now you're talking. My sort of woman. Toffee crisp. Yes. Toffee crisp. Oh yeah. They still do that. Yes. 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 That, that's not in it. And what are your thinkings about keeping chocolate in the fridge? Because in my house, it's an absolute no. rule. No. Refrigerated chocolate. I think I've got to say, Dave. I'm sorry, but I agree with Kate on this. Yes, you. I mean, do. we do keep we do keep it in the fridge, but I don't necessarily agree with it. When I was growing up, and I, I, I grew up in different times. I was born Didn't in have a fridge. One, you got. <laughs> we put it in an ice bucket outside, yeah. in the outside loo, you know what I mean? in the in the cistern, the tank that was up on the wall, you know, right up at the top. Um, my mom used to have Mars bars in the fridge. They were, they were longer then, in fairness, because you got more for your money. Uh, she'd get that. She used to cut it into slices. I love that. And that, yeah, that, and it was you. 
you know it's nice Cold, you've got to have it you've got to have it there's certain things you can't put in the fridge you can't put a toffee crisp in the fridge so it'll break your face when you try and chew it yeah but, I they haven't got Mars bars in the top ten either. Snickers does that if you put them in the fridge. Oh, yeah. Snickers. I've lost put... half a tooth on them on a Snickers. I've never put mine in the fridge. Have <laughs> you not? <laughs> Me Snickers now. Here's a question: Do you put nuts in the fridge? No. <laughs> I'm asking you that on a on an Australian TV program. The, the host the host was asked if he put his nuts in the fridge. Should you? Apparently you can. It, it, <laughs> it tried it once. <laughs> I'm caught in the door. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You have to these days. You have to stand on the step ladder because it's too high. <laughs> Arrow. I love Arrow. And then Kathy comes in, doesn't she? <laughs> All right, dear. Just giving me, just giving me nuts chilled for you. <laughs> now, apparently, according to the expert, you you can put nuts in the fridge. I well, I'm not even going to say that sentence. Oh, <laughs> go on, like go on. I, I was going to say I eat nuts every day. <laughs> I don't eat them out the fridge; they're in the cupboard. Lots of protein in them, I suppose. Yeah, and healthy fat. Okay, do you put would you put like bananas and cucumbers in the fridge? Bananas go black in the fridge, it's not good for them. Where no. do you put your cucumber cake? In the fridge. Yes, so do I. Yes. Apparently you're not supposed to. Oh. <laughs> Have you ever stuck a banana in the fridge, Dave? Hello, <laughs> <laughs> you alive. <laughs> Never. It, it, it keeps them hard because I tell you what, there's, there's nothing worse than a soft banana. Now, you can't argue, you can't say I'm wrong, can you? They go off quicker, don't they? Sorry? <sighs> they go off quicker. <laughs> oh, I've never seen a hard banana. Yes, they do. I've never seen a hard banana before. They're all soft. You <laughs> have you never? Have you never? Unless it's not right. Who never enjoyed a... I mean, you don't want a soft banana, do you? Well, it, didn't it go soft if you put ice on it? Ice cream and that? No. Oh. They go, they go soft. He had to take his glasses off for this conversation. <laughs> if you leave them out too long, then it goes soft. But stick it in the fridge when you first buy them. But do you not buy, buy them when they're yellow? Or whatever, yeah. green? But if you look at where they are, they're always sort of, they're never sort of, well, they're always in the coolish area, aren't they? Grapes. Where do you put your grapes, Kate? Fridge. Yes. I trod on a grape once. It didn't say anything. Just let out a little wine. Um, <laughs> Definitely the fridge for your grapes, yeah. Yeah. I think bananas aren't supposed to. I think they go off quicker and they go black. What's that? Grapes? No, bananas. Bananas. Yeah. You can't have a black one. You know, you, you know, put crunchy in the fridge, would you? I have done before. My crunchy's crunchy. gone in the fridge. Oh, yeah, crunchy's in the fridge. Yeah, really? Yeah, okay. in fact, I've got to be honest with you, I don't differentiate if it's if it's chocolate, it just goes in the fridge. Yeah, I've got a whole, oh, yeah. toffee crisp, it ruins toffee crisp. 
Other than that, even a lion bar, lion oh, bar, lion bar for years. That's not in the list either. I, I think the thing with Toffee Chris no, they're they're do, though, is, is take Curly it Whirlies. out. Curly Whirlies, remember that? Oh my god, yeah, I had them on Saturday. I had one on Ooh. Saturday. Wow, I love a Curly Whirly, but why? Why don't they just make the whole thing? Curly, why did they have to? Yeah, well, I suppose it's called Curly Whirly, isn't it? See, for me, do you not like Whisper Gold? I do like it, but just not as much as Whisper Normal. Oh, no, Whisper Normal's boring. It's like a poor man's era. It's the best chocolate out of the fridge. Yeah, Flake was nice, Ronald. But yeah. It, it, I, the adverts used to be nice for Flake, didn't oh, they? Oh, yeah, she was eating yeah. it in the bath, wasn't she? Yeah. Mm. Only the crumbliest. Oh, yeah. don't, don't sing. <laughs> don't sing. <laughs> don't sing. <laughs> Why? What are you trying to say? No, 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 just, just nothing. <laughs> Toblerone, that's Toblerone's number 10. I've never been overly keen with Toblerone. Has that got bits in it? Nougat. That's where you put it. it. <laughs> but yeah. It's got nougat in it, hasn't it? We called it nugget in the Neaton. Mm. <laughs> then hey, take it, I've missed the football talk. Oh, sorry, Ben. It was all yeah. bollocks anyway, mate. So don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> We have no idea what we're talking about. No, no. And if you if you've heard uh, Dave's bollocks, I'll tell you, uh, <laughs> he right. keeps them in the fridge as well. Uh, yeah, I thought we'd have eight, eighteen points extra by Christmas before the Sheffield Wednesday game. Yeah, I thought. I just start talking. But we've done football. We've done football. Uh, do you know what blackjacks. we do? Have blackjacks. My mates used to love blackjacks, but I, it's licorice again, isn't it? Do you remember those licorice penny farthings that they called or something? Yeah, I don't I don't think I ever had them. I don't know. Uh, um Twix is if I have okay then we've got we've got to pick now. We've got to pick um we've got to pick the one chocolate if you had to go to a desert island and you had to take one chocolate bar with you, what would it be? Desert islands don't have fridges, so I'm taking Toffee Crisp over Whisper. All right, you're you're allowed a fridge. Oh, I've allowed a fridge whisper. Where'd you plug it in? <laughs> so what, Solar, Dave? Solar panels, where'd you, Dave. Solar yeah, panels where'd you plug the it island. in? Yeah. Well, you know, well, yeah, that's a fair point. We're not, you know, this is a mastermind. It's just a simple question here. Well, how did you get on the desert <laughs> island? Because that depends whether you get a fridge or not, doesn't it? We're getting boat. a fridge. We're getting a fridge. It's already there. Tom Hanks has been through the island. Yeah, if you're on a desert yeah. island, where'd you get the bloody chocolate bar from? As well? well, you had it in your pocket just in case. Yeah. Well, it'd be melting. Tom Hanks has already set up the fridge. Crunchy. You'd take a crunchy, would you? That's so. Your yours is whisper, Kate. Your favourite. Your favourite ever is crunchy, is it, Dave? I think so. I mean, I, dairy milk is lovely, but I think crunchy, yeah, because you can bite the top off it. And have the crunchy bit underneath and suck it. You see, now I'm going to disagree oh. with both of you here, and as you know, I'm I'm always right. So I think my the best ever chocolate bar ever made was Twix. Really? Oh, well, you got you get two fingers with it, don't you? you do. Yeah, four with a big Kit Kat. Yeah, well, I had four fingers, but. <laughs> <laughs> I live in hope. 
<laughs> still tied. Still tied. Quick's gone now, then. Don't they do it anymore? Yeah, they do it. Yeah. Well, it's not in the list. But do, right, Twix. How do you eat your Twix? Do you? Because I always bite the top off with the caramel, and then eat the biscuit on its own afterwards. I don't fuss about with my Twix. I just eat it. You don't. Yeah. You don't want to be messing about, do you? Try it in. No problem. You, you, want get, you want to get it in as quick as possible, don't you? <laughs> Opal fruits. Yeah. Well, right. Hey, look, they're all coming out now. All these. Ah, Kinder. That was number nine on the list, Ben. Kinder. So we've got a whisper, we've got a, 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 a country, and we've got a Twix. Those are the three. Let's just end on this because it is Christmas nearly. We are in December. We are in the Christmas uh, song period. Your favourite, I know what Dave's is going to be, so we'll go to you first, Dave. Because I, 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 because I'm, I'm doing the show on Christmas Day on Boxing Day, and I've got all the fellow or most of the fellow presenters to um, give me their favourite Christmas songs to be played. And there's some weird and wonderful ones come in. Um, but let's go with your favourite Christmas song, Dave. What's yours? It's, it's got to be Slade, followed by um, Proper Crimbo. Proper Crimbo. Really? That's, That's interesting. interesting. Yeah, Kate. I'll let you have two, then. Dave, Dave pushed the boundaries and had two. Okay, my two. Number one, I love Shaking Stevens. Merry Christmas, everyone. I absolutely love it. I've loved it since I was a child. And number two is the Pogues. Uh, a woman of taste. A woman of taste. An R.I.P. Shane McGowan. By yeah, the way. R.I.P. How sad. Um, I got, did you know Shaking Stevens actually had two more Christmas singles? Did he? Mm. What were they? Um, I have no idea. <laughs> He has done two. I haven't got that. Yesterday morning, didn't you? No, I didn't. No, no. I played the. I played his, his most well his Merry Christmas every. I morning. thought you mentioned it. it. Must be some other radio station. <laughs> Who do you listen to in the morning? Come I on. Know, yeah. <laughs> some guy, some wakes, guy rambling I mean, on. Kathy wakes up with me every morning. I don't know where yeah. you are. But, the best uh, Christmas of them all. Ah. And then yeah, I'll be home this Christmas. Yeah, I don't know those two, but yeah, Shaking Stevens. I love that track. Although Elton John is always is, is also there. It's top three. Step into Christmas. No, mm. oh, no we got three like now. One. We got three now. They no, she's only been one. allowed to. Can I have another choice. No, be <laughs> here. But I'm gonna. One of mine is the Pogues. I love it. Love it. Love it. My other one is um is Johnny yeah. Mathis. Oh, okay, yeah. And, I, and I'll, I'll tell you, I'm allowed that. A lot of people go like, oh, I'm allowed that because my second child was born on Christmas Day. Mm. So when, when a child, child is born, born, you see, that's I'm, I'm allowed that. I'm allowed that. Uh, Little Trouble Boy said John. Uh, Fairy Tale of New York said Nate. Driving home for Christmas. I will, tell you what, I wish you get a bloody new sat nav. You should be home by now. <laughs> He's been stuck on that M25 going round and round and round. Going nowhere. Uh, oh, step into Christmas, Elton John. Um, oh, Greg Lake. That's a good shout. Greg Lake. Santa Baby Kylie's a good one as well. Yes, yes. What about Dominic the Donkey? Love Dominic the Donkey. Oh my goodness, love Dominic the Donkey. I've played that one already. <laughs> and right, what yeah. about 
I asked Dave about this the other day. Glenn, I will I will play it, and I, I think I should make it my record of the week and just play it every day. I don't I don't even know. I don't think it is actually an officially a band that's done it, but it's called the Turkey Song, and the first chorus is like just goes gobble 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 gobble. <laughs> Gobble, 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 Is gobble. that one of the songs that tried to stop someone getting the Christmas number one, like the X Factor or something? No, no. This this is a oh. kid's it's an a kid's American one. An American <laughs> kids one, I should say. But if you fancy a gobble, then that is the one for you. I will play it. I will play it tomorrow. What about my third one? Barry the Elf. That's an Australian song. You gotta play that. Insane, you said, I haven't had a chance to have a look at it yet. Yeah, have a look. Barry the Elf was a project. Yeah. Barry the Elf. Buchanan and somebody or something like that, yeah, it was out. It was Elton. So Stephen. Oh, your third one. Oh, I don't. Hogs and, and Elton. <laughs> I'm not so keen on that. I tell you what. What do people think of Paul McCartney stepping to Christmas? That's Elton. That's Elton. It is Paul McCartney's "Wonderful Christmas Time," the B side. It. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> it's awful. It's honestly no. You say that he's such a good. He has had. He had that. He had types of peace. Oh, I mean, I just, like Brenda uh, Lee as well. I love the Brenda Lee rocking around the Christmas tree just because it reminds me of Home Alone as well. Did anybody, did anybody, um, watch last night? It was Channel Five live Christmas disasters, or you know, when they do the countdowns and it was all about Christmas. And they had uh, somebody had videoed Kim Wilde on the tube. Oh, dear. And she was with her, well, she was with this guy that was playing the guitar. It turned out he was his brother. And he got his guitar out, and that's not a euphemism. No, and on the tube, you can't playing, do that. And she started singing um, uh, Kids in America. And uh, can I just say, they're just looking, the viewers have gone up since we've stopped talking football. Uh, <laughs> she, she then went into um, singing um, Rocking Around the Christmas Tree, because she did that with um, Mel from Mel and Smith, didn't she? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And she's uh, and the, and the, she was doing that, and apparently she's releasing it as a new single this year, filmed on a tube. So, oh you know, all oh, Ronald controversial here. Um, I know Band Aid was uh, it was a charity, but it was an awful song. Oof. Was that the now? Is that the original Band Aid? The Band Aid? Yeah, which which one? Yeah, the original one's the best yeah. one. Band Aid cluster. I mean, which one are you? Um, and apparently, somebody told me that they, they, they did actually go to Africa and they do know it's Christmas. Mm. That was a joke. Obviously, not, not a funny one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a tough audience I've got. Right, yeah. on that note, I think we better end it. <laughs> Kate, thank you so very, very much. It's nice no to have you back. Um, thank you. And, yeah. uh, even Don't go you again. In music, Elton John. <laughs> Just tell people how how they can find you. I am on Twitter at Kate Blakey forty. So come and find me on there. The fans of on the buses, you'll know how to find her. 
And Dave, do you want people to follow you? No. <laughs> <laughs> I never know whether I'm going to be there or not. <laughs> well, you, you hand off most things, aren't you? You know. Um, they can follow you, Chris. Sorry. Listen to the listen to the breakfast show. Yes, yes. Have this a laugh. Show. For absolute three hours of absolutely mindless nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> and my and my new Santa jingles. Let me just oh. make that, I'll make that point of that. Anyway, thanks both of you for coming on. Uh, I'll see you uh, later in the week, both or whenever we're next yeah. on. It's a it's been a pleasure for you. Uh, it hasn't for me, but there we go. You know. What <laughs> see you guys. Have a good week. Yeah, Take see care. you soon. Have a good one. Thanks, everybody. Yes, bye bye. Uh, thanks to both of them there. I, I, I put myself out. There we go. Thanks so very much. Look, I love that. Monday, Monday's mindless matter. It's a good laugh. And it's just uh, we talk football to start with and then go off on one and see where it takes us. And we got caught, uh, uh, we got caught up the chimney, as uh, Terry would say. That uh, we'll be back Wednesday at seven with a um, oh, I didn't know if I got an answer from Brad for that, but hopefully, be back on Wednesday at seven for the preview of the Plymouth game with a Plymouth Argyle fan. Uh, I will see you then. Thanks to Kate, thanks to Dave, and thanks to everybody that's been in the chat. And if you are listening to this on your favorite podcast platform, thank you very much for lending me your ears. See you Wednesday at seven. Take care. Thanks for watching. These videos are tremendous. You better like them too or I'll be back. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. That will conclude this evening's entertainment. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.